Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're back on Colch Narrow Chat. Welcome back. Welcome in. I'm Jeremy Barron. I'm joined by Robbie Dunn. And it's been a, a long month for Atletico Madrid, Robbie. A rough month for Atletico. And it ended entering this international break in, to say the least, less than desirable fashion at Mestalla. Atleti with a 3-1 lead entering second half stoppage time. And they draw 3-3. What happened? Ooh, I have no idea. It's um, it's funny that you, you say that because after Versalico scored, I said, wow, this is a great... I was thinking after the Trippier injury, I was like, oh, this isn't great, and it was one-all, and uh, I was thinking it's not a great way for to go into the international break. And, uh, Griezmann scored, and Versalico scored, and I was thinking... This is a great way to go into the the um, the international break. Yeah, a, a, a comfortable win against a difficult opponent, and then all of a sudden everything just collapsed. And then I was thinking, this is for a team that already has been showing some uh, kind of mental weaknesses and, and mental lapses. This having having a week now to sit and dwell on this is just um, it's just going to be kryptonite for them. They're going to end up being a. Uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it just keeps happening. It's there's something going on. It's there's a nervousness about them. There's a 
and, and I know it's easy to say this after the game and everything and we watched it but there was a little bit of a sense of inevitability about it after they got the second one yep. and it was 3-2 you were kind of like okay maybe not inevitable that they were going to get the the third one but they were going to get a really good chance or two I felt and it was just whether or not Valencia could take that chance and obviously they did and uh, yeah I don't know I mean we can we can talk with Simeone's quotes for, for a bit but um, after it and I don't know really what he means by, by some of his quotes but uh, yeah it's it's a it's a bug in the system rather than a or sorry it's a, it's a characteristic almost of the system yeah. rather than a bug now I feel like no? I don't think it's a bug anymore I don't think it's a glitch this is the system I'm gonna quote a very wise man who wrote something recently on Into the Calderon, uh, he wrote, The truth is that Diego Simeone's side are suffering from some form of collective mental malfunctioning that is costing them points and could cost them a trophy at the end of the season. Do those words sound familiar, Robbie? <laughs> I, don't know. I say a lot of things. Jeremy, you know this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like I think, I mean, we... This is why we do the podcast. We yep. watch it, let it go every single week. Like it's, uh, and it's 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 uh, it, it, when when you do watch it, it's you do get a, a better insight. So you, we're watching them like you can tell when something's just uh, sporadic or something's just a uh, flash in the pan, or else it's something like no, there's actually an anxiety here uh, hovering around Atletico Madrid, and uh, yeah, uh, like. I don't know, like, see, the problem is, in, in Spain, I didn't get a chance to watch the, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the um, press conference, but I I read some of the quotes, and the problem in Spain is, and it's, it, I, I, I find it so weird that they don't quote, they don't quote word for word what the manager says, they just kind of put it into their own words, which is just weird. Mm-hmm. So... One, one website has Simeone saying one thing and the other one has Simeone saying something else and I'm, and it's they're kind of the same sentiment but I, 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 I'd like to just have like a, a word for word what Simeone said and I'll, I'll go and look for the press conference and watch it after but basically uh, he said that you when you don't when you don't learn uh, errors the errors cost you in football and when you don't learn from your errors you pay the price. Mm-hmm. And I and and he said it's my fault, but I don't know if he was saying it as you know. I know it's my fault. Like it it it, it, it uh, the the book stops with me, or what? Whether he means I sh- like it, it, it almost sounded like Mar- uh, Jose Mourinho esque in that he said it's my fault for trusting uh, Herrera and Condogbia. You know what I mean? I don't know if he said it like that. Or if he said it like it was my fault for playing certain players for so long after after the game against Liverpool, yeah, I, I don't know what he meant by that, but he's basically saying it's my fault, and uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's Hector Herrera is just is just one of the clumsiest footballers I've seen, and. <laughs> um, I, I don't really know what Condogby is doing going forward and not giving the ball off there. But even Hermoso, did, did, did you see... Uh, I actually was watching here and I was like, well, what's he doing? He passed the ball. He didn't even clear it. Like He, pa- he passed, he passed the ball to, 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 to someone, to, to, a, to a Valencia player as if like, oh, here, okay, here, go again. Yep, I remember that action. Did you see yep. that? Yep. Weird. It's Absolutely weird. It's... Uh, 
it as you said, it's, it's not a bug in the system. It, it's not an aberration in the matrix. This is what Atletico are right now defensively. Uh, it's a mess, and it needs to be urgently corrected, or else they're not going to win the title. Uh, this is the kind of game that at Mestaya, two goals up with 90 minutes gone, you need to win. Like, it is inexcusable to throw this game away. And, you know, you, you mentioned Simeone's uh, kind of rather cryptic quotes after the game. Uh, Cholo is not exactly the most quotable manager. So when he said something in this vein that is this open to interpretation, uh, it's definitely noteworthy. It's definitely uh, newsworthy. Uh, lots of times the manager gets it right, but this time I failed. Now, he could mean the substitutions, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, he could no. mean the, the trust in certain players, uh, the, the mentality that Atletico seemed to be lacking, that sharpness late in games to get them over the line. The 3-1 up, like, they were still coasting, man. Like, into the 80th, 85th minute, they were still playing very well, but Simeone then messed with it. He took off Rodrigo de Paul, which I thought was a gigantic blunder. Yeah. He put on Joao yeah. Felix for five minutes when Felix cannot get into a rhythm. There's no point in making that change. Just give him the day off. Yeah. You might as well. Kondogbia um, yeah. then makes the critical mistake in midfield, that ball loss at the start of stoppage time that leads to Hugo Duro's first of two goals. Just none of these changes were at all successful or made sense within the flow of the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Rodrigo de Paul, and I completely understand the fact that Rodrigo de Paul is gets through so much work, but and, and you don't want to risk him. And I guess, I guess this is kind of us in hindsight. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's whatever. But at the same time, uh, um, Rodrigo de Paul, I was actually I was going to write about how good Rodrigo de Paul is this week when they were three one up. Obviously, I probably changed that. Now, yeah. but, like, but but but, but I don't know, it doesn't really change much. The two goals don't really change much. He, he wasn't on the field for them. But like, but um, the like good things happen when he's on the field. And 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 I was actually just listening to uh, Ben Taylor thinking basketball a podcast from him a while ago, and he was talking about the 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 tyranny of the unquantifiable, and he, he adds something that you just can't quantify. Like obviously the well, assist and. He, he gave the pass. He gave the pass to Luis Suarez for the for the goal. But if you watched Griezmann's goal, he was in the vicinity. He he was pressing, winning the ball back. He's just, he's just, he's just when he's on the field and 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 where he is on the field, good things happen for Atletico. And and I understand Simeone is trying to protect the very fact that he is so good. Simeone is trying to protect him with an international break coming up. But at the same time. You're right. Simeone often does this, where he goes really defensive, and you're like, okay, he's shutting down shop. And then he goes really attacking. He, he makes a change that flips that back on his head then. And it's kind of like, well, that was weird. Like, what? he took off two attackers. Grand. Okay. And then he brought on an attacker for... And it's just kind of like, I don't, really, I don't really understand that. Now, maybe... Someone smarter than me, or Simeone, obviously knows what he's doing, or has a good idea as to what he's doing. But it just, for me, looking at it, it doesn't always look like it makes sense. And and I think I think, and I don't I don't I don't think this is um, unfair, but I think Hector Herrera, in that kind of a close situation, being forced to defend, is one of is one of the worst options you have there. Because Her- so Herrera is not a defensive midfielder. Herrera is really good no. when he's on the ball and given time and space to pass. Literally anything else, Lovely. he's a liability. Lovely. 
yeah, lovely footballer in that sense. Great passing range. Uh, very ambitious with his passing. He's, he can be creative. He's, he's bold. But yeah, it, it's like he has no. It's like he has no um, awareness of what's. He has eyes for the ball, and he does. He can't seem to see what's going on around him. Like he just puts his leg in, and he's not able to give away a free or a. I just find him uh, just a bit clumsy, and then uh, and and he, even then for the second goal, he uh, he he. I don't think he defended well from the front post, and 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 I think maybe there was blame, plenty of blame to go around on that one. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know, and that's what Simeone said. He said, "Look, I can't let." I can't let a couple of bad mistakes at the end change. Like it was, it was eighty to eighty-five really good minutes, and it yeah. really was. Like they were cruising, they were cruising, and I guess, I guess we can't be too hyperbolic about it either. And that obviously the errors are an issue, yes, but it was an eighty, it was a really good eighty-five minutes. And Atletico were three-one up, which and things were going really smoothly. Suarez involved in a couple of goals. And Griezmann with an absolute one of one of the best goals you'll see. It was so fabulous well goal, was, yeah. Absolutely, just you could watch that on replay all day. Um, yeah, if Versalco got the goal, I was thinking that, that's going to do his. Like even even Shime Versalco got a goal, Robbie. Like everything was going yeah, so well. Everyone, everyone was showing up at Levy. Yeah, and but unfortunately, uh, the whistle doesn't blow after eighty-five minutes. It, in this case, it blows after ninety-seven. Uh, and it finished uh, 3-3. Just such a demoralizing result, you got to think, for Atletico. But we can come back to that in a minute. We don't want to be entirely gloomy on this on this podcast. Well, let's, let's talk about a few of the positives. And there were positives. Uh, Simeone chose to repeat uh, with uh, or persist with the 11 that uh, beat Betis last week by three goals to nil. Uh, Atletico went ahead after 35 minutes with Luis Suarez getting his seventh goal of the season. Um, it's really... We've talked about it consistently with Suarez, how he is literally just kind of limping around or hobbling around, and then when the ball gets in the box, there he is. You know, he had a goal and an assist in yeah. this game for Versalco. Um, didn't do a whole lot else, but he, he gets he comes up with the goods when it's needed. So he's he yeah. puts Atletico a goal to the good. Stefan Savage then puts the ball in his own net just after halftime. Uh, a tough one for him. Griezmann then restores Atletico's lead. Shime Versalco gets one that went to VAR, uh, but that's his first ever league goal, and you're thinking at 3-1 up, Atleti are doing everything right. And granted, Kieran Trippier's injury was kind of a, a blight on, on the afternoon, and we're still waiting for updates on that, but the first at least hour, if not longer, was a, was very good for Atletico. Mm. Well, I just saw that he, he has a... Uh, it's, it's, it's weird because the um, the... The medical reports in Spain are just ridiculous. But it's oh, I know. He's got, uh, this, he's got like a, he did his AC joint basically, which is better than the collarbone, obviously. Um, but the AC will probably keep him out over over the international break. Obviously, he's not. He, he wasn't called up by mm. by Gareth Southgate. But uh, yeah, he should be. He should be. I'd say a couple of weeks, and he should be back. So let's see. Well, that is a, a positive development because it, it didn't look good. Trippier had to come off after seven minutes, basically, after a collision with Helder Costa. Uh, just fell right on his left shoulder. He had to put his arm in a sling. 
and hopefully it's it's nothing more serious than that. It rules out any bone damage or a, or a dislocation or any collarbone injury, which is good. But Versalco came on and replaced him and did really well. I think Versalco's performance was the best from an Atletico right back this season. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. He was he was absolutely solid. He was he was where he needed to be, and and he got the goal obviously and massive. But like at the end of the day, like this is a. Uh, Croatian international, like there, there's nothing wrong with Versalco, just for whatever reason, Simeone doesn't really fancy him, and this is kind of a, a an issue, I guess. With, that uh, once you kind of, if, if Simeone doesn't trust you, it's very, very hard to get anywhere near his good books. So, right. um, yeah. So, like, I mean, Simeone Versalco is fine. I know he he he. Um, hasn't really been given too many chances in in for, for Atletico and and and, and st- stuff like that. But uh, the uh, like, I mean, Super Retalco is fine, and, and if he's given a kind of a run of games, maybe to get up his fitness. Because the problem is when he comes in and he's trying to impress then and and uh, he's he's not fit and and he hasn't played and stuff like that. He, he struggles, but um, but yeah, like he probably he might get a game or two now and see to see what he's made of and maybe try to convince uh, Simeone that he, he is an option going forward. But yeah, I thought he was good today and the goal really topped off a, a, a really good performance. It was a strange action for that goal, which again, his first ever league goal for Atletico and he signed for the club in 2016. Um, it was a ball into the box. Suarez kind of chops at it. It ends up, I think, deflecting off a Valencia defender. I'd have to watch it back, but Suarez yeah, chops yeah, at yeah. it. It ends up at Versalco's foot and he just taps it in. They went to VAR. They kind of debated whether it was offside or, or a handball, but Versalco was clearly onside. Um, and it was yeah. a, a great moment for him. He has a goal and an assist now this season, which is more than we can say about Kieran Trippier, whose performances have been really kind of, uh, what's the Spanish word? Gris. They've been kind of gray. They've been yeah, kind of yeah. flat, bland. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think, I actually think, Speaking about Versalco, obviously he adds depth there, but I don't think he's ever going to fully, fully, fully convince Diego Simeone. But what he might do is play Marcos Llorente there and have Llorente as kind of like a right wing back. And then uh, that will allow kind of Rod- uh, Rodrigo de Paul to play more centrally. And yeah, they could cause havoc down that right right side if they um, if Simeone chooses to go that way once Llorente is back, you know? Yeah, Versalco um, should really should be a consideration. Like he's a quality player. He's it's not like he's some bum playing right back. Yeah, yeah, no, and then for whatever reason, Simeone just kind of discouraged him. And, and and again, like once he does discard you, it's it's hard to get back anywhere anywhere near his good books. So, uh, so yeah, I thought it was good. Like, and I mean, that's 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 the thing. When Trippier went off so early, I was kind of worried. I was like, oh no, like. For Atletico, I don't know what's going to happen here, but uh, yeah, he was fine, and I uh, only that's that, that was the issue for Atletico at all. So uh, it was more just, um, it was more just those errors again. And, and I like, I mean, we're we're not coaching, so we don't know exactly who was supposed to be picking up who, or who was supposed, or or, or exactly where it broke down. Obviously, we could speculate and see what say what we saw, but. Uh, yeah, and and the first day uh, Hugo Doro goal was um, again the same as we saw against Liverpool and we've seen the past is a, a striker kind of getting in between Atletico's two centre backs he had three and, defenders uh, chasing him on that goal Robbie yeah, yeah three defenders and, and, chasing and, him like how does that happen 
yeah, I don't know how, it's just a lack of communication, a lack of responsibility, a lack of, uh, maybe a lack of understanding of what, of what they're supposed to be doing, an inability to kind of, or, or maybe it's just like a, 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 theor, a theoretical thing, like in, in, in or, or the, the way that they're playing, that, that space between those centre halves is always there rather than like it's kind of like zonal marking as opposed to someone you okay you pick up him when right. he's anywhere near the box or whatever it happens to be again i'm not a coach so i don't know but uh it, it, it is a problem and i i don't know how uh i don't know how Simeone fixes it and and, and i guess when you kind of re- read the teenies as to him saying when a manager doesn't learn and you, when you don't learn you pay the price i think maybe this is what he means like it keeps happening and he's saying we have to change something, whether that means change the system or a change of personnel. We're going to have to wait and see, but he's limited now as to on both fronts. I mean, because of Carrasco playing so well at wing back and and um, and that, and, and also in, in terms of personnel, he, he doesn't have any. If he's going to stay with a back three, he doesn't have um, he doesn't have that many options at at centre half unless he's going to bring a youngster in or like I mean in January they're probably going to have to do something about the right back situation. Uh, anyway, maybe uh, if if they if if if, if Versalco doesn't work out and Trippier doesn't have anyone to push him on, and uh, they're going to have to maybe sign a, a centre half because Felipe. I mean, we obviously didn't see him today, so uh, right, uh, we we can't rag on him today. He didn't play. Yeah, it was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you, no. several ends of the Calderon followers are thinking that. Guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> no, but 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 I, I think you're gonna have to kind of maybe, I, 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 like you you text me after the men, you were like kind of saying like you're 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 starting to really doubt Atletico's credentials for their title, but at the same time, they're 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 sleepwalking to a. Uh, they're still well within, well uh, in the mix for the title, and I think that uh, if they can fix it, they're they're fine. But the only problem is that they're they're gonna probably need a reinforcement or two in the right in in the winter transfer window. And I'd say, yeah, like if they get out of the group in the Champions League, they'll have to invest again if they have any kind of a chance of uh, of doing anything in, in the Champions League. Yeah, and that's a good segue into what this result means, both in a vacuum and in, in the the grand scheme of things. I, I did text you, uh, quote, stick a fork in him for the title. <laughs> as I believe that is a direct quote. Um, this this is just a devastating result. This is one that you have to have um, if you're going to compete for the title. Um, similar Similarly, last season, Atletico went to Mestalla, and dominated, but the game was was very tight and it was goalless until the end when Atletico won it with an 80th minute own goal, um, and that result was one where I thought, okay, they're really going to compete for the title this year. Uh, this time around, you have you have this lead and you throw it away with silly errors, and there are only so many instances where you can make those errors and keep getting away with it. Real Madrid are not going to drop points forever. Um, they won back-to-back games entering the break, beating barely beating Rio yesterday, Robbie, but beating them. Yeah, that's that's the, like you're saying it's devastating. I think it would have been devastating, and I think that we think yeah it's devastating because because of you know, you, you, it's just the kind of game that's kind of inexcusable. But I don't think it's devastating in in this season because I, I watched obviously Real Madrid and Rio last night, and man. <sighs> 
I just don't see how they can. Like you're saying, they're not going to keep dropping points. I don't know un- unless they figure out a way to kind of fix their defense and fix. Like I mean, as the season drags on, Cruz, Casemiro, and Modric are just going to keep getting more tired, and uh, the, the 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 players around them, Lucas Vasquez, Asensio, um, are. Uh, just, I don't think they're going to pick up the slack. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I just don't think it's devastating for Atletico. And, and then, in terms of if I was going to pick any manager to figure it out in, in, in La Liga currently, it, it, it has it to would be, be Simeone. Simeone like, sure. That's, and that's know, a good point. So I, uh, that's a good counterpoint. So, I mean, yeah, and, and there's no team like running away with it. And, and, and teams like Sevilla, Real Sociedad, as good as they have been and as good as they are, they haven't been here before. They haven't been in the title race deep into the season before, so we have no idea how they're going to react. And I think Atletico, having just won this league, having that depth, having those attacking options, because that's the other thing. Like Atletico, after they conceded the goal today from from the Savage own goal, they looked shaky again. They were starting to get real shaky, and and, and it was uh, Griezmann who who just scored that goal of absolutely nothing. And it yeah, was, uh, great goal. Yeah, again, what a goal. Unbelievable. But uh, And that, that Griezmann goal, not to interrupt you, but that Griezmann goal is emblematic of the talent and the ceiling and the potential exactly. this team has. Exactly. And, and and Antoine Griezmann's getting back to his best. And he's starting to feel good. He's starting to feel comfortable. He's starting to um uh he's starting to to, to express himself again like the way he used to. And he he, he just looks like he's getting back to himself. And 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 uh, Joe Felix, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there in terms of uh, uh, why he's not playing more regularly in that. But I think he'll have a massive say in this league. And like you said, this the talent in Atletico's attack, even Suarez. And I know that I kind of I, I kind of um, have issues with Suarez at the moment. <laughs> now he's his over his overall contribution. But that goal today was utter, utter class, the, yeah. the, the goal. And uh, he is still capable of that. So I think Simeone has a lot of figuring out to do in terms of how he wants this squad. I, I think he needs to figure out his rotation. I think he needs to figure out his, 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 uh, how he wants to shut down games and, and, and things like that. And uh, uh, like we were speaking about earlier, the substitutions at the end of the game. And I think he's got to figure out his, uh, yeah, so he's got to figure out his best 11. He's, he goes to figure out how he wants to use Suarez. Maybe he wants to keep using them full on. Uh, he has to figure out how to get Joe Felix a run of games where he feels like he's the man because he could get you 15 goals. He could easily score 12 goals in the second half of the season. Like, mm. you know, uh, and uh, so, like, you Thomas Lamar and, and Marco Llorente to come back. Um, yeah, uh, like, it's devastating in that. It's, it's a good punch, and, and Atletico now have 10 days and two weeks to, to kind of dwell on this and kind of and get to soak in their, in their, uh, in their inadequacy. But <laughs> at the same time, at the same time, I think they will come back, and it, they, they haven't been left behind by anyone in La Liga, and uh, I don't think Real Madrid are up to much. Like, like Rio were as placid as I have seen Rio 
and like as in gung ho going for it and Rio and they nearly nicked the draw. Yeah. And the XG the XG wasn't overly um kind to, to Real Madrid either. Like it was, like it wasn't like they absolutely battered them and I uh, but like, like Real Madrid should have walked away with it. They just kinda of didn't really know how to how to how to do it and and, and Rio nearly snuck a snuck a draw but uh yeah so I I just don't think it's um I just I, I would I would trust Atletico to get to get to the bottom of this and, and, and figure this out. You make some good points. You make some very effective counterpoints. And speaking of the expected yeah. goals in this game, Robbie, uh Valencia one point five seven XG, Atletico two point six four. Uh normally Atletico walk away from Mastaya with a victory. They do extend the unbeaten run against Valencia to fourteen, which is pretty impressive given Valencia's size and given their significance in Spanish football. That's an impressive unbeaten streak. But even then, in a vacuum, this is one that Atletico could not afford to throw away. That being said, bigger picture, yeah, no one is running away with La Liga right now. Madrid are, are Madrid have the most wins and the most points for the time being, but they're not exactly convincing defensively. They also have issues. Their pressing is very inconsistent, and they're still relying on three midfielders who are over 30. Uh, La Real and Sevilla are, have been in it to this point. Sevilla, we've seen them fall away in the springtime before. La Real, no one really knows what to expect from La Real. They, they've gotten to this point still in the top four, right? Um, I, I think Dermot Corrigan last week uh, on Twitter said that Atletico can reach a level that no other team in La Liga is capable of reaching. And I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, it's a matter of are they actually going to reach it. If they can cut out some of these silly errors and get their focus back, then yeah, maybe they can go on a long winning run. Um, the f- it's encouraging that no one is running away from them. Um, they're going to be within four points of of first place, um, no matter what happens the rest of the day Sunday. Um, and they have Osasuna coming out of the break at home, which should be a victory. Ideally, is a victory. Um, although you never know, La Liga is anything but boring and predictable. Um, it is rather engaging and unpredictable. So. We, we don't really know. The fact is we're debating it and we're talking about it. I, I think this is a big, big blow for Atletico, but it's they they can recover. It's been unpredictable this season. It's been really wild with, with several teams still in with a shout at the European places. There's only seven points between first and sixth right now, which is, you know, it's a pretty, that, that's not a very significant gap. So who really knows? Uh, the, either way you slice it, though, in a ba- in a vacuum, Atletico needed to have these three points with yeah. the way the game was going, how they were cruising, how they were playing. And further good news is that Lema and Llorente are expected back after the international break. If they can get Lema back, that that could be a missing ingredient here because with Lema, they can play more with the ball or more effectively with the ball. They can exploit uh, the gaps um, in defenses more um, efficiently, more effectively, because Lema is such a good dribbler and has such good vision between the lines. And Llorente is another runner. Llorente is someone who can add even uh, another wild card to Atletico's now purring attack. So with those two guys coming back to reinforce the midfield, it, it's it's shaping up for Atletico to go on a run at some point. But the question is, when is it going to be? When are they going to be able to cut out these errors long enough to hit that run of form that they haven't really hit yet? Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe, like, like you said, like, and I like Dermot said, uh, Atletico are okay, and that's what I was trying to say in a roundabout way. But <laughs> there, 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 there is no one in La Liga that can reach the heights that they can reach. And and secondly, like you said, it feels like they're going to go on a run at some point. 
uh, the kind of run that no other team can can I think is capable of. And then thirdly, I, I think like when you look at uh, when you look at um, the, the the signings this summer, obviously Rodrigo de Paul was, was one that Simeone pushed for, but Griezmann arrived late, and uh, and and Joe Felix was out with the with the ankle injury, so. Um, I think, and now I understand, we're nearly halfway through. We're twelve games into the season, so it's not much of an excuse. But given the the, the nature of the international breaks, uh, uh, now the, the recent international breaks, there's so many of them. The teams don't really get a chance to figure things out. Like it feels like we had a couple of games. You get the Champions League, and then you get uh, um, you, you get another international break. So after this international break, we've a run of we've a proper run of games to see what's going on with Atletico, and um, and I think that Atletico were also like I mean I understand that that the Champions League is is fairly generally tough, but Atletico got a particularly hard group this this uh, year, and I think that. Um, they haven't really been given a, a chance to kind of get a breather and figure out what they're doing. Uh, uh, like, obviously, there's games like Levante where you think, okay, this is a chance now to kind of maybe win two or three nil. <laughs> they, didn't get, they didn't do it. Right. And they haven't been a, And even when they have won convincingly, like against Betis, they couldn't follow it up. Uh, like, they followed Real Betis win up with a, a collapse against Liverpool. And then a collapse again tonight. Right. So, uh, yeah. I, I, again, uh, I, I just think if they could get a chance to kind of maybe get Joe Felix a good run of games, uh, and and figure out what they're doing in attack, I think that might kind of and get like Savage back for a long uh, like and, and and his his full strength team back and and pick from them Llorente, Lamar, and 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 go from there. Maybe now having said that they. they they might never get their team fit, and they're just things that happen during the season. But I think, like, if they can get that run of games and that and figure themselves out, I think they'll be fine. I still can't figure out the the logic, the reasoning behind putting Zhao Felix on in the eighty sixth minute of, the, of this game. Still can't yeah, figure out these substitutions. I mean, he's not even he's not even like physically strong to hold the ball up, and maybe he thought he was going to win a free or two, but. Even defensively, uh, like as a defensive attacker, like in the box, kind of waiting to break out, he wouldn't be ideal. Like, um, I, I just yeah, I thought it was bizarre. Maybe that's that's probably part of another thing that Simeone was getting at, um, when he when he said it was his fault tonight. It's very bizarre. Um, yeah, so, whew, international break now for Atletico to to stew over this result and and try to come back. Uh, in a couple weeks with the the goal, the aim of being more consistent and going on that run that, again, we both think that they're capable of going on. It's a matter of actually applying it and actually... La Liga is is still, based on the table, there for the taking, but at some point the margin of error is, is going to run out and Atletico are going to have to get on a run of two wins, three wins here and there. Um, and get a settled team, which I think Simeone is getting close to finding a settled team. At least I thought he was entering this game, but these substitutions just... And he's gotten these substitutions right throughout the season. Um, His subs have saved Atletico a bunch of points already, Um, but this time it led to two points dropped. Uh, It's going to be a time of reflection 
and improvement for for everyone over this break including ourselves jeremy yeah, absolutely this is a perfect time for us to sit back and and think philosophically about our lives and our choices <laughs> yeah but um yeah so we got an interesting week an interesting kind of couple of days analyzing what happened and kind of reading reading between the lines of what Simeone was saying maybe and uh and figure out just what what happened tonight <laughs> well we have we have tried our best to analyze it and and answer that question what on earth happened at Mastaya? um and now dear listener uh we're hoping that you enjoyed our debate and you feel like it was worth your time we certainly hope you enjoyed this podcast robbie thank you so much for joining me on this sunday edition of colt Chanero chat no problem at all jeremy i'll catch you soon absolutely my friend we will be doing some coverage on into the calderon over the international break uh with several atleti players going uh jetting off to join their national teams Let, let's hope no one gets hurt Heaven forbid someone gets hurt and we have to talk about it. Um, and we will be back in two weeks' time when Atletico face uh, Osasuna in Madrid. Thank you all for listening. Keep it on Into the Calderon. Keep it on patreon.com slash Chat as well for bonus goodies. And we will talk to you all very soon. Adios.